Hello and welcome. I'm Jaden Anderson, and this is my discussion of using podcasts in the classroom. Podcasts are something that's it's not new. Uh, the format of being similar to podcasts has been around for quite a while. However, it's really growing in the past few years, and more and more people are into them. It's a growing business, and it's a lot easy for anyone to get into. Uh, realistically, all you need is a microphone for it and some form that if you wanted to edit the sound, make it better quality, you can. If you really want to get more into it, the cost is not as high as it is that you would think to get better audio equipment. And at the end of the day, that's all you need is audio equipment. Um, it's not like doing YouTube videos or doing anything similar to that. You don't need props. You don't need to make an artificial surrounding. Uh, you don't need any cameras. All you need is your audio system to set it up. And that's kind of where I would use podcasts is kind of more of a replacement. Maybe you don't need to use videos all the time for some of your discussions. There's great YouTube videos and history channels, especially, that are used, that I've used plenty of times. For example, uh, Oversimplified, The History Guy. There's, uh, there's another one that I'm trying to think of that I forgot what the name of it was. But those are great history YouTube channels that people use all the time. Great information that you can use. There's also other podcast series such as Hardcore History. Uh, you got History This Week. You know, and there's more specific ones on exactly what you would want to talk about, like the History of Rome. There's also British American History. There's in Presidential History. And there's tons of ones that are out there that you can listen to and you can use. You can use these more so for passive learning, or that's at least what I would think about using them. I don't really know how you would use them necessarily in a classroom because watching a video would be more beneficial because of the visualization that you witness. But you can still use both as assignments that can be used outside of school, such as we're going to listen to this and we're going to have this discussion about it later on in class is what we're going to talk about. I know there was one teacher that I used to have. She had a podcast that she would play in the first five minutes of class. And it would just be on something short. Sometimes it was 10 minutes. It was in science is what we're listening about it. And it would just talk about new breakthrough things that were happening in science. Because everything that we we're going over in science was stuff that was in the past. She wanted to have an opportunity for us to learn about something that was happening now, something new. And I think that's sort of something that I could implement. Having something in history that is happening exactly now. It's not happen happening you know, 20, 40, 200 years ago. Something that's happening 
just recently, or it's happening exactly at this time, especially like something that's happening in Ukraine. You know, these past three or four months, it would have been something to have great to understand what's happening in Ukraine exactly now, because there's different sources on things, and some sources are saying this is happening, some say they aren't, but it'd be nice to have five or ten minutes, maybe even once a week, maybe, because not everything happens as quickly as you would think, but like once a week, have ten, fifteen minutes to listen to a podcast about stuff that's happening now, and then you can have a discussion on it, or maybe a write-up about it, or maybe you could have them record themselves as a similar podcast of what they reflection on, what they heard, and what they learned. Another use that you could have is, is that for either of these discussions or any, say, lectures that you are doing, you could record them, and you could post them up as a podcast series of saying this is what this day's discussion was. If you missed it, or say you want to use it to study later on, you can access it by going to this channel. You will have access to whichever date that you need, and they can be broken up in chapters of what you're going through, or you can break them however way you want, but they can be accessible for the students to access them. I've had some teachers that have done this by recording them, such as also as videos, but that also involves setting up a camera, having a certain angle, and then you got to make sure that they can see everything that they're using on the board. This is very simple and easy. You could have yourself wearing a microphone system, or you could have a microphone set up that's nearby where you're talking, where you're discussing, and then that's it. You just record it, you cut it in case you want to cut some things out, and then you post it, and it's accessible for the students. And you can have it on your website. Going to the website, it brings you to the podcasting. My favorite part that I think not only that I think, but it also kind of excites me about is that there's people, especially if you look online and you look up sources and benefits that you can use this for, they talk about using it as replacing, in some forms, essays or discussion boards or maybe things that where they're like, hey, write me a couple paragraphs on this. You can just have them do this instead. And the benefit for that is is that if they're similar to me is that it's much easier, it's much more enjoyable it's a lot more fun to discuss something talking about it than it is if you sat down and said okay you're going to discuss about say the Civil War in American history you're not going to talk about it you're going to write about it there's so much more thought that I have to put into writing it. It's a lot harder, in my opinion, that I have to take everything that I'm talking about and try to visualize it in writing and put it in. All of my papers that I usually write are usually me that voices them out, my discussions of how I'm going to discuss about them, 
even word for word, some of these paragraphs are exactly what I spoke, and then I have to write them in. But it's so much easier for me to just go on and ramble on, basically, or go farther than what's required. There's not many people that if you ask them to write, say, three pages on something, that they're going to write four or five. Not very common. But there's tons of discussions or recordings that I've gone through and witnessed that you ask them and you say that, hey, you have five minutes, discuss about this, tell me about it. And then it's six, seven, eight minutes long. That is something that I've constantly done. And there's tons of other classmates that I've witnessed that do this too. And it's a good sign because they're interested into it. They're not just trying to do the minimum to get through it. They want to keep talking about it. There's more things to talk about. Now, do I think it should replace all essays? Do I think it should replace all of these short writings? No. I don't think it's a good idea to do that because they, you do need to know how to write these papers. You do need to know how to get what's in your head what you're discussing, and get it on paper. But I think it's a good alternative to offer in some cases. Maybe a few times per semester you could have it offered. Maybe not use it instead of essays, but maybe you could use it as, say, you do projects. That could be similar in discussion writings. And you could just say, hey, why don't you, why don't we, as a class, we just all do this. Instead of doing the writing, we all do this. Or maybe once a semester, you could have them have a vote. Instead of, an, say you do five essays throughout your class, the class can vote for, which, for one of them that they would prefer to do a podcast on, where they just talk about it. It gives them an option for whichever one they would like. And the last one that you could do is that maybe you want to be, maybe this is something that they're really into and you could help them out on maybe creating a group about it or an after-school activity on it. I know when I was in school, uh, the sister school that we had, I talked about it before, they did school news and then we implemented it our school wasn't that into it a lot of people didn't like it they didn't want to learn it it was a fiasco that didn't go well the first year it was implemented but when it the reason they wanted to implement it with us is because when they implemented it at the other school first those kids were really into it they went all out there were kids that were knew everything about the system and the software. They were editing. They were doing all kinds of things. There was kids that were setting up certain spots within classrooms to have perfect setup for green screen so they could integrate. They were creating different things that they were going to discuss with interviews. They were discussing about going on class field trips and using recordings of that. They went all into it. 
there is a chance and an opportunity that students learning about these podcasts, especially learning from other ways, and then seeing how they can create it, they may go even deeper into it. They may get deep invested. They might have a group. And it would be beneficial if maybe you would be the one that would help them get that set up, to set up that group. You have discussions between themselves about history, or maybe it could be about a different subject. But you could be the one that incorporated it into your classroom. They were into it. They saw how they could use it, how they could build it. And now they want to go all the way with it. So that was my discussion on using podcasts in education. It went quite longer, a little bit longer than what I thought it would, but that's usually how it goes when I have discussion recordings of myself.